Welcome everyone. I'm here. Yes, we are here. We are here. I'm Dan. This is Joshua. JP on the mic. That's who I am. Ladies and gents, it's been a long week. Cold week. We're going to jump right into the music before we even get to niceties. With a little stained glass. Ooh, crazy horse roads. On the cover are three young men hanging from a tree by the neck. Yeah, that I don't I don't think that was a subtle subtlety. No. Three people being hung by a tree. Nothing subtle about it. This is a psychedelic 60s right here. Sounds like the turtles. It does. That's a turtle vibe. Yeah, this is a tra- track called I Sing, You Sing, Side A. I'm trying to figure out if it's American or British. I haven't heard him say I Sing, You Sing yet. Yeah. Very. I mean, when I saw Crazy Horse, I thought it was a Neil Young record, but it's obviously stained glass, but it's got that kind of Buffalo Springfield, kind of 60s psychedelic sound for sure. It does. Oh, sing the song. I heard it. There it is. Sing along. Yeah, there it is. They have at least fake British accents. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if these guys are American or not. It is capital and EMI. What does that usually mean? Well, Capital and EMI put out the Beatles uh-huh. in, in America. I mean, uh-huh, they took uh-huh. it from Parlor Phone. Okay. Made the contract. Well, ladies and gents, that's the way we like to start the show. It's a show about the unappreciated, forgotten, lost in the dusty bins of humanity. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of records. And I just noticed, Josh, if you, if you, you can't see it very well, but poked in. Bullet holes. The, yeah, bullet hole into the top corner. It says free. Oh. It says what? free right there. If you can feel it with your hand, it, it's uh, somebody got that for nothing. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was supposed to be like part of the... Maybe it is. I don't know. I, that, I've never heard of this band. Whoa. So stained glass, you completely fit the bill. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, unknown, unknown rock and roll from the yeah. 60s. And if anyone knows the answers to any of the questions we're coming up with while listening, leave them in the comments below. The comments below on Who the Hell Are You podcast 
on Instagram. Oh, can you actually leave comments? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that the first few times, but, you know, Instagram is a full-fledged yes, mobile comment-leaving machine. Yes, they are, now that I think about it. <laughs> I, you know the things that I think about? Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about it. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. I know what I think about. So, <laughs> on a dark and stormy night. Oh, man, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you think about? I'm glad you're here to join me today, my man, JP. And uh, we, we came out to the country to do this show, out to uh, Amish country. We decided to do a little, little uh, relocation of the cast. <clears throat> yes, and those were not car keys jingling, what you just heard, <laughs> because in Amish country, they don't drive cars. That's right. Only the lucky few. Lucky few. Well, Josh, you know that when I'm poking around out there, whenever I see a sealed record, it, it just sort of piques my interest. I gotta and, know. And I, and I also piques my interest when it is uh, a complete uh, unlabeled release, meaning that the two sides of Glenn Anthony was put out by Como Enterprises, 7944 Leonard Street, Philadelphia, PA. Whoa. And... He's available in concert. He's a one-man show, and if you want to book him, you should call Mo Shames. So, it looks like the first side is a complete Hebrew medley of uh, some sort of uh, bat mitzvah, bat mitzvah uh-huh, songs. Uh-huh. And then the other side is some classics, such as If I Ever, or If Ever I Would Leave You, Feelings, Danny Boy, After the Lovin'. So, oh, wow. what do you think? Are you, you thinking the, the bar mitzvah side? Uh, I think we should start with it, yes. Yeah, I think so. Glenn Anthony, maybe you had him at your bar mitzvah. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it just came out, so he's probably still available. That's right. Ooh. Sure can. It might not work for all kinds of parties, but <laughs> it works for this kind. Whoa. Yes. Okay, never mind what I said earlier. <laughs> this might work for all parties. Yeah. This doesn't seem like it would be for kids. I, I have a, I, I'm changing my my guess that even though these are all uh, Hebrew numbers, I don't. I think they're just general. Uh huh. Not for your adolescent bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah. I don't know. I haven't been to enough to know. But Glenn Anthony apparently is an entertainer who combines his songs with delightful humor, acclaimed by audiences and critics alike. <laughs> As the new superstar of the future. Oh my gosh. He is consistently appearing in one-man shows, supper clubs, mountains. Huh. He's appearing literally in mountains. Television concerts. His stage enthusiasm is contagious. You know, people are clapping and standing. Yeah. Yeah, I can sense it. You can hear it. So is he a one-man band and is that the music we're hearing? Is he like the I, the Dick Van Dyke of the butt mitzvah? This must be like a one man show. As he must have had, he must have this recorded on a tape player or something when he performed. Ooh, that was I'm, nice. I'm still impressed. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. 
Hey. Oh, man. Glenn Anthony. I mean, he is a one-man wrecking machine. Let's go to the last one, because this is a... This looks like it's another um, a Hebrew melody, it says, or medley, I'm sorry. Okay. It's interesting. Once you go back far enough, music kind of sounds similar from different parts of the world. It kind of huh. has a... A German polka sound to it. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I hear a lot of Russia, East Europe, but that's Hebrew music. That's probably what we mostly hear anyway. I love it. If anyone can speak this, in fact, I didn't really think we were getting into I don't speak the language already, but... Yeah, but there it is. There it is. Because I don't know what he's saying. I'm not sure. Well, it sounds quite happy, though. It does. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's that's refreshing. <laughs> it's not solely about hardship and yeah, devastation. And yeah. I've been toiling all winter. Oh, man. And it hasn't even begun. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? We're going to flip it over because he does seem to have some more standards like feelings and, and hmm. uh, what the, the lot. Let, let's just see how, let's see how he gets into a, an old Irish favorite. Mm-hmm. Because we're all Irish yeah. on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. <laughs> Like he's in another room. Hey, Glenn! Hello! And his name was Danny Boy. Yes! Oh boy. I forget this part of the song. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Gosh. I'm watching Creek on Netflix right now, and they had a couple Danny Boys in the first season. Which you were mean people actually named Danny Boys? No, no, like a, a, an actress singing the song. Oh, yep. more than one. Yeah, wow. yeah. And Multiple Danny Boys. Yep, yep. And that's the appropriate, appropriately spelled title of the show. There it is. Yeah. The pipes are calling mm. I'm not crying yet <laughs> That's right Bringing it down now. I'm just giving it a little modern twist. Yeah. 
Well, it, you it know, can use it. Talent part personified. Glenn Anthony. Talent personified. That's, yeah. that's his tagline on the record. If anybody wants to get a hold, you know, we this this Leave was it in a, the comments. Yeah, this was a brand new a brand new record. Uh, no, no one had opened this. This was this was a promotional thing. I'm sure when you went to his you know, his, he would he would come to you know to a wedding showcase and be like, "Well, here's my record. You can listen to my material, find out what I'm, you know, capable of." Yeah, and, and you should uh, see his afro. Well, man, <laughs> the the afro was a multicultural hairstyle. Oh yes, in of the seventies. Yeah, if you yeah. could do it, and which is probably when this is from. I was looking for a year. I wouldn't find it, but I was often. Mistaken for having an afro in my younger days. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, I, I wasn't so blessed with... Yeah, yeah well, look at me now. The that. curse. The curse! All right, Josh, you know you what time great. it is. It's my time favorite time. Time for our time. next caller. Oh, no, yes. Sorry, we haven't set up the phone lines yet. <laughs> it's time to close your eyes. It's time for 45 Pickup. Put your hand out. And uh, just, no, don't look. You can't look. I'm, I'm not start, looking. I swear. We'll start slapping them in there. Don't even make me. I'm gonna start in the middle this time and sort of get through all the things. But you have to be quick because they only stay there, you know, like three times. Are you like, are you even thinking you're just going without any, you know, thought to the process? Not a thought <laughs> in my mind. This is gonna be good. I got it, guys. Dolls. Uh, oh. I don't know what what you it's got there. Blue. Is it really? Yes. Wow. But I don't know what it is. It's a blue record. I I often buy colored vinyl just because yeah. it's so cool. It is so cool. Especially when it's older and you think that, you know, this wasn't a record store day release. This was not like, oh, you know, yep. everyone's going to go crazy. Um, in fact, a lot of people say that colored versions don't sound as good. I don't I believe it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it either. But it looks here that we have Emery Do Deutsch and his Gypsy Orchestra. Oh, neat. The Gypsy Orchestra. So... We either have Fisherman's Song or we have Kalit Kal uh, I'm always bad with the, where to put the accents here. Kalitka. Kalik Fisherman's Song. Fisherman's Song. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've got some gypsy. What was that? How you do that? Gypsy orchestra. Yeah, Whoa. I don't. You remember, I don't, I don't fool around with any uh, spacers on my 45s. I do it old school. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I try. Ooh, this was an old copy. You might hear some more, more scratching than anything. Ooh, so far so good. Wow. Uh-huh. The scratching is much louder than the material. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were right all this time about the colored vinyl. <laughs> yeah, they were completely right. That blue vinyl crackles like a fire. Man. Well, real quick, let me let me just see if I can hope to maybe dust yeah, this off yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'll give it the old CD treatment of just mm -hmm. wiping it in my shirt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the best way. I do have a brush for them. If you oh, do want. you? Yep. Got a brush? Well, I don't think that a brush is going to do much yeah, because this like this is this is uh, what you call baked in dirt. Yeah. We need uh, like Tide. Yes. Thank you. Let's see how how the middle of it sounds. Oh. Maybe a tiny bit better. Uh-huh. You have to let us know at Who the Hell Are You Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. 
And also, I just wanted to remind everybody that I had uh, decided that we should probably just have a regular email. Uh, this week, I will be revealing the email. Uh, should be up and running. Who the hell are you podcast at? I don't know yet. Whatever, whatever place can house a podcast name like that. I'm leaving the tough decisions up to you. That's all right. Oh, I love this. It's kind of sad. Yes. The fisherman must not be having a good catch. Nope. Nope. Mm. Oh. Oh, maybe. Now maybe he's back on need, shore. Need, just, or you just need to be patient. <laughs> Wait for the fish. This is, fish this, on hook. This is the halibut song. <laughs> oh, the fish are coming fast and furious now. Yeah, they woke up. sounds like one of those old Disney recordings of crickets and ants and yeah <laughs> yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. well you, yeah you can you can start to put motion with yeah. the, the the sound mm-hmm yeah yeah this is it's telling a story yep very uh. cinematic composing huh. Huh. Oh, well, there's a lot of like Eastern European sounding stuff so far today. Yeah, well, gypsies, you know. Yeah. They use those crazy scales. Oh. Do, is there a scale that they use more than other? Well, yeah, in, in a lot of books, they, they refer to heavily diminished or, or harmonic minor as gypsy type scales. Huh. Do you think like Django uses that sort of thing also? Well, yeah. I think everybody uses everything that we've just gotten into this this habit of saying, well, yeah. this is uh, this because mm-hmm. we only know that th- this is the first person we know who used it. But like I tell my students, um, music's been around for thousands and thousands of years before anyone ever wrote it down or recorded it or even tried to put it in a category. You're right. You're absolutely right. Do you tell them that like, like if they need to take a shower after phys ed or do you tell them that like, <laughs> like before... You know, if they're not wearing their jock straps or... That's French. Jacques. Oh, yes, of course yeah, it Jacques is. Jacques strap. Jacques strap. Well, JP has, has blessed us with uh, some records today. I think you should pick one out of your pile there. And uh, these are some finds that uh, we're not really quite sure how they came to be. But I believe that they will shed light on uh, the... sheer global nature of pop music and why don't you tell us what the heck this is so but talking to there we have we have uh groove club volume three cambodia rock intensified i gave him one of two records this is pre-khmer rouge pop music i i've read um that has been influenced by the west through like Air Force bases and such things. So I'm not sure which record I gave you, Dan. Well, I'm on side three. Okay, thank you, side three. Side three. So we have Ross Seres Sotia, Sin Sismouth, who I've heard of, Pan Ron, and another Ross Seres Sotia. Another, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's like a lot of times when the foreign invading force brings along their culture and their music that the the 
people that were already there sort of adopt some of it. And mm-hmm. we, we talked a few weeks ago about in Afghanistan before, you know, the uh, Taliban moved in. You know, they were creating Western music and women could wear their, you know, without the scarves and they could oh, wear Western yeah. clothes and then they come in and shut it down. So this was a brief uh, period of cultural enrichment in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. I don't think Cambodia's ever really recovered so far. Nope, they certainly have not. Ooh. That sounds like a... Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's like a Farfisa. He's just like... Beep. <laughs> and a serious fuzz. Like, that's like a fuzz face yeah, or something. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such a voice. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It's beautiful. This is Ja Jo Am, or translated Old Sour and Sweet by Ross Serisothia. Oh, did you hear that drum? Yeah, I did. Yep. It's almost like the doors. That's a good groove. I have to give it to him. Yeah. But there's got to be something in the in the natural or their uh, cultural history that they they were gravitated towards this. You know, the, yeah. the rhythm, especially. Yes. Ooh. Now it sounds like time of the season by the zombies. <laughs> it's the time. Yeah. That is a heavy effects on that. Yeah, he's I'm surprised that guitar is still in tune. <laughs> <laughs> and the bass is so in the background. Yeah. Cha cha cha. Now this would be something that some modern producer would sample. Just, oh, yeah. a, just a tiny piece of this and then create some sort of... So maybe for the barn party, we could create a remix of this, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've yeah. been thinking, yeah. you know, the barn party, we, we'll, have, we'll have a live segment where people can sort of interject while we're listening to stuff. We'll do a show, and then the second half, we'll just listen to records and, you know, socialize. Yeah. It'll only be a short party. Yeah. You know, yeah, that sounds great. Two, great fun. two, three hours at the most. If you want to go to the barn party... Just gotta let us know one way or the other. Leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> yes. Save some for the sequel. <laughs> uh, man, I wonder when. I feel like I see the year 1975 on here somewhere, but really, this ha- it has to be before that. I would think. But maybe that's when it was. I think they're just referring to when the Civil War ended and the the nightmare began, which was in April of 75. Right, everything. Vietnam stopped, or stopped, but the U.S. bailed on Vietnam in 75. Yeah. Wow. 
Nice solo. Look, they're gonna fade it out right Man. on the Jimi Hendrix solo. Man, I that love was great. it. Great. Yeah, it is great. I I love anything that you you don't expect. That that if mm-hmm. you if you mm-hmm. said Cambodian bands, you know, mm-hmm. who, who do you know? I mean, shh. yeah, right. None. None. I'm gonna go to side four and play the very last track because I find that sometimes these compilations, the very last track will be kind of epic. Well, that is by Yos Alarong. The song called Sora. Nice. Oh, this is just straight up blues. Sora, Sora, it's got to be something. Is that like a, a girl's name? Or is that like a city? He's, it's not a city I've ever heard of. Yeah. But he's, he's, I bet you it's a girl. Yeah, he's... The American... The, the American music really is blues and jazz. I mean, everything yeah. kind of came from that. Yes. And they say blues is a universal language. You know, you go to any yeah. country in the world and play them, you know, Lightning Hopkins or BB uh-huh. King, and they all go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I believe he's saying, when Sora left, she took all my clean clothes. Oh, gosh, tragic. And now yeah. I have nothing but burlap sacks to wear. And the blues. And the blues to keep me warm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is party music, though. Blues or not. I think this would be a hit at any party. Well... Just goes to show you, the blues is the blues, no matter mm. who sings it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the truth. Cambodian blues. Mm. Here, you want to slide that off. back in there? Yeah. I also it. have to take a picture of that. Don't let me forget to take pictures of these covers. Yes. Because we have to post them yes. on our Instagram page. Now, oh, yeah. it just seems to me, without even trying, that we've already had a bunch of stuff that either hasn't had any words or is not in English. I think the yeah. first band was the only one that was actually yeah. singing English. So, you know, I'm going to pull something out. Official double I don't speak the language. All right. I'm not even going to tell you what language this is because I think we'll be able okay. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't speak it. the language part de. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Very 80s sitcom. Yeah. Making your way in the world today. <laughs> oh, she's wow. singing in English? She is! No way. Oh, man. It's okay, I so, love it. I do speak the language. I, I speak this also. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ala Pugacheva, Pugacheva in Stockholm. Huh. With a song called Every Night and Every Day. I thought this was going to be all in Russian, but obviously not. Is it like side A and side B separated? No? I guess they're all English. Oh, I see. It has the, the Russian listing okay. and then it has an English listing, but she's singing in English. Yep. With a heavy accent. Very heavy. I mean, these all are great, like, party songs. Like, this episode could be a great, just, like, party. That's true. This could be the house party episode if you just put this on. Yeah. Let these tunes wash over. We've got to live. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sing it. It was 1985. Huh. The, Way the, ahead of his time. The tail... <laughs> spare no expense. <laughs> tail end of the Cold War, right yeah, before yeah. the wall came down. Yeah. Actually, you know what, Josh? Huh. I'm going to tell you a little piece of history that I learned today. Please. 30 years ago today, the Berlin Wall came down officially. Wow. 1989. Oh, my gosh. Wait a sec. Say that again. I say, 30 years ago, this day, the Berlin Wall came down. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That is incredible, 30 years ago today. Yeah, so this was years. four years before that, yeah. and this was still when, you know, we were we were the thin red line and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I like it, though. I mean, it's good production. I don't know. She must have had to go to Stockholm. I mean... It says in Stockholm, so she must have had to go there to get some nice Western, you know, production. Yeah. But it was sold in the, in the USSR. There's another song on here that we have to just visit, and that is called um, What a Lousy Party. <laughs> oh, great. Speaking of, we should, this should be the party mix. Let's see what Anna has to say about a lousy party. Yeah. No, Allah. Sorry, not Anna. That's okay. I have the the short-term memory of a goldfish sometimes. Me too, man. Yeah. And I throw lousy parties. <laughs> I blame the mercury. Mm. All right, this is song track three. One, two, three. Here we go. Oh, sounds like an 80s party to me. Sounds like a great party. Oh, yeah. Keyboard horns. I, I make, love this. That makes a great party. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sh- yes. She's free. Whoa, did she have live concerts? Can you imagine seeing this? I would be like... I can't like help but like move my head and neck. If you could see me right now, I'm dancing so hard <laughs> in my chair. Oh my gosh. 
That's a good hook. I like it. Freedom fly. Now remember, this is before auto-tune, kids. Come on, that girl mm-hmm. can sing. Oh, yeah. And if you want to cover this like I do, <laughs> now we have auto-tune, thankfully. That's right. Now if you really <laughs> want to sing it. I, you know, th- this is definite, definite party music. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I totally agree now. Uh, you called it, JP. It oh, is, that was uh, good. It has inadvertently become the party episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Episode. Episode. Interesting. 20. Oh, really? Do you realize? I'll take that. We're on I'm episode 20. Okay. Oh, you're part. Congratulations to uh, all of us. You know, God bless us all. Mm. Everyone. Right, yeah, oh, right. Gosh. <laughs> you know, I think 20 is, is a good milestone. We... When we started this band, all we needed, needed was a laugh. Needed was a laugh. Man. Yeah, right. So true. That a was la Pugachiva. I love it. It's uh, probably my favorite song that we've listened to so far, even though I, I expected it to be much more, Eur, you know, Eurasian in its, in its uh, yeah. origins. Well. Well, you know, since we have stumbled upon this uh i don't know i have no idea what this is i really i don't know who this person is but it has a lot of guitars on the cover oh and her name is marty jones Hmm. not to be confused with smarty jones you remember smarty jones i don't who's that smarty jones was a racehorse that almost run won the triple crown a few years back but he didn't win it he ran i think he won two out of three and this isn't no this is not the horse (laughs) marty jones with tourist town cool i like tourist town <laughs> you nailed it again. Man, good one. It's kind of a Indigo Girls, Mary Chapin Carpenter kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Ooh, it's got Marshall Crenshaw on guitars. What do we know him from? Marshall Crenshaw? Um, I can't think of his hit. I'll, I'll think of it. Nineteen eighty-eight. Okay. Marty Jones. Self-titled debut, obviously. Well, I hope she didn't give up after this. Yeah. Danny Fongheiser on drums, Jim Brock on percussion, Marshall Crenshaw guitars, Dixon on bass. I, I assume that means Don Dixon, who is the producer. Huh. And of course, Marty plays acoustic guitar. I kind of like it. I do. I do. Here, check out the cover. There's one bass guitar and 
15 <laughs> six strings. You mean on the cover? On the cover, yeah. Wow, bass never gets represented properly. Man. Yeah, it was the 80s. But the bass is the most important aspect of 80s music. The good stuff. And you can also tell, you know, just this being a late 80s recording, the gain is a lot hotter. Like, this track, I can even see on the waveforms. It's just, it's mastered bigger than uh -huh, all the other uh -huh. tracks. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's this whole, okay, 88, uh, 89 was um, Sean Colvin's first record. And uh, we had Melissa Etheridge coming out. Uh-huh. You know, this was kind of the sound. Yeah. I like her voice. I yeah. like her voice better than a lot of the people I just mentioned. Yeah. Although I do love Sean Colvin. I don't know who that is by name. Sean Colvin? No. No. She sang Sonny Came Home and, and uh, Diamond in the Rough and a bunch of other stuff. Wow. That was a good segue. Yeah. This is the second track. I like records that do that. They don't wait. They don't give you a bunch yeah. of blank space. They yeah, just yeah, sort yeah. of go into it. Woo! I like Sorry. your voice, too. I bumped the player. Now, Marty, uh, your music is recognizable but unique at the same time. I like it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I think we'll... Rev revolve around the thumbs up. Yeah. You can't take love for granted. Keep me in the dark. I don't want him uh, <laughs> anymore. Anymore. Yeah. Each time, if I can love somebody. Well, it's the universal question. If. Not when, but if. Well, you know what? If I can love somebody has a dobro and a bag of bottle caps. <laughs> a what? Bag of bottle caps. Is that like a bag of um, doorknobs? Well, <laughs> we'll never know. You gotta provide your own bag. Yep. Well, yeah. if there's a way to end this, I think um, we've also had a propensity of female artists, right? So yeah, we had yeah the, you're right. We had Ala right. and we had... Um, Ross, Marty. sorry, yes, he's shit. Yeah, and we yeah. had the Cambodian uh, ladies. Yeah. So it's been a party episode, but it's been a very uh, feminine party. And yeah. I think we should keep it going and put on some serious, serious music. <laughs> Thank you. I, I say that lightheartedly. <laughs> but this is um, on the Blue Note label. It's Miss Bobby Humphrey with... Chicago. Damn. Whoa. I think it's cold there. Yeah, sounds like it. The Windy City. <laughs> Conditions are a little windy. Oh, yeah. These have been some great records. Yeah. Now she's a flautist, so I'm waiting for the flute to come in. Nice. Or the flout, if you may. You shouldn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
I like the I like the long build. Yeah. Wait for it. Huh. Here it comes. Now it says Bobby Humphrey flute and solo vocals. Chuck Rainey bass. Oh, vocals and vocal arrangements by Fonce Mazel. There it is. Now this is recorded on June 7th and 8th, 1973. Yeah. Sounds so good. There it is, yes. finally. Yeah. Bells back there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Harvey Mason on drums. Harvey Mason. Not to be confused with Perry Mason. Hmm. There's a lot of synth in this for 73. Uh-huh. But I guess, you know, Blue Note, they were they were kind of at the top of their game in the early 70s. Bobby Humphrey, new kid in town. Although I think I looked this up and I think this was her second or third record, so this wasn't even her first. And this is on Blue Note? Yeah. Huh. I actually never knew what they did in the 70s. I, I know a lot of their 50s and 60s stuff. They just kept doing yeah. jazz, but... Yeah, but jazz changed. Yeah, this is this was jazz. Yep, it was. Even Miles Davis. Yeah, oh yeah. Did, did, did the funk for a minute. Yeah. That would be an interesting segment. We could have really famous people, but their weirdest sort of mm -hmm. forays into right. another kind of music that you didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah, like I have a... John McLaughlin and Carlos Santana doing a Love Supreme oh, yeah. in like mid-late 70s, I think. You know what I heard about uh, John McLaughlin and, um, you know, the, the tours that they did with um, Mahavishnu is that it was the loudest stage volume that anyone was dealing with. I mean, even before Hendrix, he was like turning things up way past what everybody else was. And I never thought about it that way. But John McLaughlin, I guess, was a was a volume guy huh. at that point. No, I never heard of that either. Oh, I thought it was the Who. <laughs> well, yeah, they, those two. But but I think this was in the '60s, though. Huh. I mean, in in the late '60s, uh -huh. John McLaughlin was known for ear-splitting concerts. Well, no kidding. I hate to I hate to leave it in a in a 
sweet synth solo, but Man. you know what? Dude, that was awesome. What is it? We're about out of time for today. Uh. But you know, there's always next week. And Josh, I'm thanking you for coming out and being a part of it this week. And you know, I think next week's going to be even better. And uh, It just keeps getting better and better and better. I, that's what I think. Yes. If, we, if it doesn't keep getting better and better, then I think that we may have slipped into some sort of alternate dimension where things aren't getting better anymore. Don't, please don't say that. I, I'm trying. I'm trying not to think about those oh, things. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's like a, a more pleasant dimension. That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll hop to a to a ice cream donut uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Dimension. Wow. Yeah. Well, I very much enjoyed doing this with you, Dan. Thank you for having me. No problem. You are always welcome. Everybody's always welcome. Come back and see us next week. Go to Who the Hell Are You Instagram. I'll see you next week. Woo.